The Blood of Olympus, Chapter 53, Nico. Nico had witnessed many forms of death. He didn't think anything could surprise him anymore. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. That was good. Thank you. I had feeling. I was gonna say that was an actor core. In my audiobook narrator era. <laughs> um fucking Mistress Isabel Brooks got me back on the, the saying era thing. It's me just too. like it was it's outdated from like when they filmed the season of Drag yeah. Race and like but now they kinda got it got it yeah. coming back. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um Ava, Neve, how are we? In our uh, penultimate era, era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I'm chilling. I have quite a bit of work to do, and I'm very stressed about it. But it will get done, um, and it will be fine. Um, but other than that, I'm kind of chilling. April's just always a busy, oh, fuck busy April. time. Yeah, fuck April. Um, but it's starting to get warmer out, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give April that March is worse. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And it's we survived nice March. March sucks. Cause like April's busy, but at least the weather good. Yeah, yeah. at least it's not depressing. Yeah, it's March. Just... March is cold and rainy and bad. Yeah, March sucks. March has nothing going and for it. And it's Pisces season, gross. Boo. But um, anyway, I'm okay. <laughs> All things considered, how are you, Nice? good i have like the opposite like i scheduled my year out in such a correct way that i have nothing to do all the time like i've spent a collective like five hours this weekend just painting a banner for my sorority like how relaxing and other people are like i have to go do homework and i'm like that sucks i get to keep painting um but i have like nothing to do at most given moments other than just like make sure i don't fail music history um, but given that I, uh, we all have this personality, it feels like I should be doing something, but I'm trying to just convince myself that it's okay. And I can just sit for the end of my senior year and not have to make a new project for myself for no reason. That's true. So. Work. How are you, Brayden? I'm good. I'm very busy, very tired, running around. Um, but in like a week, I will be right next to Neve doing nothing. <laughs> I, I... Like, four days after this episode drops, I I will be done. My show that I'm working on will be over, and I'm going to enjoy the last couple weeks of my senior year doing nothing, because I only have one class that I really have to worry about at all. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm a little stressed. One of the dancer, the lead dancer in my show um, has a knee injury, um, and it seems... Like, after going to the doctor today, that she will, she can still dance, but she cannot do any of the, like, anything that's getting on the floor or anything, so, like, getting up and down at all. So, I do have to make some accommodations, which I'm happy to do, but at the same time, is stressful as my show opens in less than a week. Um, Mm. So, just changing blocking and stuff 
is hard to do at this point. Um, but it will be done. But I'm very happy otherwise with where it's at. That's Yay. Good. Yeah, I need a, I need two weeks, but then I'll be in a similar space. <sighs> Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Um, on this rainy, rainy day, very appropriate for um, some Nico chapters. Yeah, um, sure. We'll be discussing chapters 53 through 56 of The Blood of Olympus through the theme of fury. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun word. <laughs> it is I just fun thought word. about like the furies. Th- throwback yeah. to like Mrs. Dodds. Four years ago. Yeah. Ew. Well, technically, I feel, isn't it three? Three. I. Oh yeah, I guess that made me feel better. We did start this. We're in what the? It's still. It was three years ago, but we're in the fourth year of this podcast. Giving tours of Prosser to the incoming freshmen was actually like one of the most out of body experiences. Except, especially because the only places they sent me were your old dorm, yes, or the third floor, which wasn't. Yeah, which is where we all lived. But like, that's crazy. It was actually so. Oh. Out of body. I was like, and like talking to the tour groups, like, I lived here freshman year, and they were like, how long ago was that? I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 2019, I lived here. Yeah, no, oh. being a tour guide all year, and that is my freshman dorm being the showroom was real weird. That is weird. Um, I can't believe nobody yeah. wanted to live. Directly next to the main door. <laughs> it was a terrible place to live. It's loud you'd, as it, fuck. You'd hear the door open and sl- close 24-7. Like from 6 o'clock in the morning when the athletes left for practice <laughs> to like 3 a.m. in the morning when people got back drunkenly to their freshman dorms, um, which was perfectly fine and legal, I'm sure. Um <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, Ava? Mm. Would you like to summarize these chapters? I would not like to. Yeah, why would you ask her and give her the answer? No, well, I was asking for politeness. I know. It's gonna happen. I know. It's gonna be rough, guys. Um, Neve, would you like to time? Oh, sure. It sounded like I was given a nice, fun, generous thing, but my phone is just dead. <laughs> so... Go. Okay, oh, so this is right after Nico potentially exploded, and then, um, 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 nope, it, it's not Nico, it's Leo who p- potentially exploded, and then Nico was like, oh boy, and then, um, it turns out that Octavian also was, like, about to die, and then he was like, I don't know if I can prevent this, he's not gonna listen to me, um, and then he di- he died, um, which was really something, um, went on a blaze of glory, um, and then they all basically were like, well, okay, so we know Leo's dead, like, for sure, for sure. Um, and so is Octavian, so you want some, you lose some. But now the camps are going to have a partnership, and they're all going to be friends. And then Jason decides to stay at Camp Half-Blood. And you're done. Okay. You did <laughs> spend ten seconds correcting yourself about the Leo thing. So. Yeah. He really exploded, huh? <laughs> dead! Octavian dead! Yes! Which, Knew he was gonna die. That, he died in maybe one of the most embarrassing ways. <laughs> that was yeah. the spoiler a- that I saw looking a- at our spreadsheet. Accidental kill self. <laughs> Literally so humiliating. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it, but like, embarrassing way to go. 
accidental kill self slash Nico kind of let him die. <laughs> Girl, I have to talk. We have to talk about it because it makes me laugh so hard. Yes, let's do. Um, let's name our songs first. Um, I have chosen um, Climit Painting by uh, Bears and Trees. Um, it is basically about oh, exi- oh. existentialism. Wait, that's like, he's my favorite artist, so I should listen to that. Slay. It's like, it's just very like, realizing that your life is catching up to you, um, and like, it's a very like, cumulative, cumulative song, and like, like, realizing the people that are standing around you, um, and like, one of the lines is like, standing with my friends who know that they're all gonna die in the end. Holy Um, shit. So, it felt appropriate for these chappers. <laughs> True. They'd be dying. And they're a gay little indie rock band, and that's what Nico is. Yeah. <laughs> himself. No, that's true. Um, I did pick another Boy Genius song. I'm sorry. It's just a really good Nico song. Um, and it's called Satanist, again, off the new album. Oh. It's also just, like, a bop. Like, would recommend listening. Um, like... The lyrics are always sad because it's a boy genius song, but it's so, as soon as I listened, I was literally listening to the album and I was like, oh my God, next Nico chapters. And it also like the main tagline is, will you be a Satanist with me? And I was like, oh, with Will, this is the, this is the song. And are also, you saying like, gay people are Satan? <laughs> no. That's what I heard. Okay. <laughs> well. I don't know how you heard that, but whatever. It's what <laughs> you said. It. No, it's what you said. You said gay people are Satan. That's exactly what I heard. <laughs> That's not I what I heard. Said. Those words too, actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> being gaslit about what I just said out loud. Um, but it's a fun song, and I feel like it. It talks a lot about struggling with religion, and which is, like, not the theme of this, but I feel like Nico struggles a lot with his own powers in these chapters. Hmm. The whole, like, you can't prevent every death that you know is going to happen, you know? So I feel like that was, like, a good tie-in as well. I like that. Um, I chose another Hosier song, so I really can't roast you, Neve. For <laughs> yeah, damn, we're keeping it keeping it consistent. This I never week. stop. Um, and it's called B from his. <laughs> it's just like one letter. B. It's just B. No, it's B E. It's like like to be. Oh, it's it's not B E E. No, I thought I was hoping B E E. No, um, <laughs> no, it's just B. Um, B B E E. No. <laughs> Frank, um, but <laughs> quite literally. Basically, the premise is kind of like even when the entire world ends, like I still need like this one. The only thing that matters to me is that, like this person is still good to me, and I'm still good to them. And it's like kind of about like importance of relationships in kind of world ending. And it just felt very Nico and Will, um, and also very kind of end of the arc of it all. Yeah. Basically, the premise is B. <laughs> <laughs> There's a B. There's a B. There's a B. Nico with a B. Um, what were our favorite moments of the chapters? Um, death. The, death. That was fierce. But one of the points that I didn't get to in my summary was when uh, 
freaking Nico went up to Percy and was like, hey, just want to clear the air. I'm over you. And Percy was like, what? I, what a crazy, you, you what? Like, it was. It is like an insane thing to do to be like, hey, by the way, I know you don't care at all, but I, the reason I was mean to you for the past five, four years was because you're just, we're cute. Um, but actually, you're not my type anyways, so, yeah, so sit with that, and then Annabeth high-fives him, and he walks away. Literally, like, to Will. That is, the, the sit so with cute. that of it is just so funny. Yeah. It's just like, let me drop this, and then bounce. I know. At and first, he's just like, uh, uh, and then go hang out with someone better. But it wasn't even a fuck you moment, it was just a, like, hey, just so you know, yeah. Yeah. The it was definitely so for his funny. own conscience. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was definitely for himself. But I'm like, it's so real that, like, Percy's just like, what exactly am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Literally, maybe the worst equipped character to deal with an admission like that. But, like, let's be real. What would you do? What would no, you do I if someone came up to you and said, I've had a crush on you for years, but I decided I'm over it. And you're not really my type anyways. <laughs> Bye. I would quite literally hit them with the, uh... Oh, it was also the, like, but we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the dream person to be in this scenario is Annabeth. Just yes. like, yeah, watching it all! <laughs> I, yeah. That's like... No threat to her. Zero threat to her. No. She just thinks this is funny as fuck. She does. Percy is just realizing about gay people now. He is. He's like you. It's like new type of person unlocked. Gay. He has such a hard time processing that. How old is he? Seventeen. Yeah. To me, they're all twelve. You're just, it's just wrong, though. Yeah. I know, but they just haven't grown in my mind at all. Girl, it's been so long. I know. I know. I know. It's been so many. Books. They just don't grow up in my head. They just stay how they look. I don't know. That's my own problem. But I don't know how old he is. Is the point. I couldn't, like, describe to you how I picture characters I read. Because I don't, like, picture them as, like, I'm not, like, fan casting in my head. No. But, like, I couldn't tell you what, like, the Annabeth in my head looks like. Yeah. But I know it. Yeah. Exactly. But it's not, I don't have an image. I have an idea. Right. A feeling. I agree. A vibe. A concept. A vibe. Yes. A vibe shape. A person-shaped vibe. A person-shaped vibe. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back to talk about the theme of fury. Okay. Alright. Theme time. Thoughts? <laughs> so, I don't know, you normally say more. <laughs> I had to, to recover from that. Dive right in. Dove right in. That's what I did. Oh, do- oh, okay. That's what I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. It was in the past. Time it just took yeah. me a sec to... I think it's an interesting theme because I think that Nico finds, like, not, like, inner peace or anything, but he just becomes a lot more, like... He's kind of learning anger management. Yeah. I was going to say, he... Uh, inner peace is something this boy's never going to achieve, but no. I think... <laughs> he had an It's no fault of his own. Though. It's no fault of his own, but it's never happening. I mean, if there's a lesson to learn... From these chapters, it's that if you want to manage your inner anger and turmoil, 
you kill someone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say horrific... you just drop it all on Perseus. <laughs> oh, that too, but in a horrific and haunting way. Yeah. I don't think he killed him, though, but I know you mean. Yeah. He just realized that he couldn't stop him. I guess that's... Okay, this is a real question. Do we think Nico, Will, and Michael have are have any culpability in Octavian's death? Uh, that's tough because I I do think how it was written is that Nico realized he couldn't stop him from doing it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how bystander stuff plays into effect. When you realize you genuinely cannot stop someone from do, doing something, yeah. yeah, it's complicated. And also, like the that theme of like controlling, like Octavian has anger at a level of like, like no remorse, violence, yeah. yeah. And it's like, how much would trying to intervene in this situation would have hurt those two? Yeah. Because Octavian is out of his mind, yeah. You know, and I guess like. The question also with it is, like, and if, even if they are responsible, does it matter? <laughs> like, Oh, well, yeah. Like, I don't believe in the death penalty for sure, for sure. Mm. But, am I sad for Octavian? <laughs> no. no. Like. Because he was going to take more lives, is the yes. thing. Yeah. If, like, if. I mean, it's not like the trolley problem, but it makes me think of the trolley problem. It is like the trolley problem yeah. in that, like... It's either but, one or a lot. But Octavian's on <laughs> the one person. Yeah. And, like, a group of children <laughs> is on the other. And it's like, <laughs> if you choose... If you, like, stop the train and, like, are like, I'm protesting the trolley problem, then the one person's gonna kill all the other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you really have to budget. But it's... I don't know. It's crazy. It, it honestly worked out very well. I mean, this is a book. But, like, it worked out very well that, like, he chose to just be dumb and do it himself. Yeah. So no one had to, like... It was, like, a real it. great commentary on hubris. Yeah, and oh, martyrdom, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. He had made himself a martyr before he even died, and that's what killed him. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's John interesting Proctor. to just... <laughs> yeah. He's just like John Proctor from The Crucified. <laughs> this I believe. I also think it's interesting to just, like, not... I feel like YA books... Well, I guess not YA, but, like, other... Educate... Like, other books that young people are meant to read are so, like... And you can just peacefully work it out with someone mm-hmm. and like you just even if they're being bad you can just like they can get other sorts of like not punishment but like they you can just talk it out and in the real world that is mostly true but it was just interesting to be like this person is beyond help yeah, i i think occasionally it, people it's weird to say it's refreshing to see the, the commentary of like some people are beyond saving yeah in like yeah. It's just like and saving them is going to start hurting you. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing is prioritizing yourself and hurting other people. Yeah. And in, I, in a metaphorical yes. way. Yes. But yeah, it's like I think it is a good lesson not in like do not 
went like I'm not condoning what happened here, but in like a less literal sense, yes, it right. is like letting someone destroy themselves to protect yourself and others is not a bad thing. Yeah. And I it do, it doesn't it's not easy. Like Nico doesn't sit well with it. Yeah. But he still stands by that it was the right thing to do and I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like a, like the way that the the like not all deaths can be prevented puts it in such the yeah. situation like literal sense of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But like the the idea of you can't save everyone has been used in these books yes. before, and it's just interesting that this is not... I guess Rick didn't want to get repetitive. But, like, it's the same sort of idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I actually really love a you-can't-save-everyone kind of trope. It's really interesting. It's very interesting. Because especially... While the, these books have commentary on it, the thesis is kind of like... You kind of can save... Of the first series is, like, everyone who's, like, an anti-hero, kind of gets a redemption in their death. Yeah. Like, Luke dies a good guy, quote-unquote, depending on what you believe. (laughs) (laughs) True. But that is what it's written to be. Yeah. Our mortal villain of this series dies a bad guy. Yeah. With plans to do more worse things. Yeah. And at the same time, simultaneously, it's actually incredible that Gia and Octavian take the, each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think Rick uses the you can't save everyone like trope well with Leo, so he can't necessarily use it for Octavian in a similar way mm-hmm. because Octavian it was just like if someone I don't know, I think it was so largely about hubris and like making yourself a martyr. But for Leo, it was really interesting because, like, he didn't even necessarily get avenged. Like, they just kind of talked about how dead he was to make sure that the readers got it. Yeah. And then moved on. And they don't have the the, the curse thing. No. Not that I ever understood what they would have done with that anyways. To my understanding, it's like if they had found his body, they could, like... Bring it back. Bring it back. But then they don't find his body, so they're like, fuck. And then Piper's like, I don't even really have the cure. And I'm like... What, what is it? I, I don't know. Yeah. I was I, I was confused by this one. <laughs> I was as well. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. Not important anymore. Yeah. My boy Leo is dead. So. Mm. R.I.P. Dead as a doornail. I'm not doing it again. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Octavian. Octavian. Dead as a doornail. Is he kicked fucking dead. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Fucking dead. Dead as fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the rest of the the narrative around rebuilding and regrouping was interesting, but also lazy. <laughs> I like. I'm gonna it be so. so I'm gonna be so, so fucking so for real back. right now. I like was cringing at some of that dialogue in the like. So like the first chapter is Octavian dies. The last two chapters are, like, Nico dealing... Like, like the sec- third chapter is Nico and the Seven dealing with Leo's death. And then, like, the last 
ch- chapter is Nico like resolving like a lot of his own personal plot lines. But that that second chapter, which is about like the day after, is one of the cringy cringiest pieces of shit I've ever seen Rick Riordan like, write. Let's all gather around the campfire. We're besties. Yeah, and we're gonna build shrines to it, everyone. It was the moments of like. Yeah. When, like, Raina's talking, and like, oh, and, like, yeah, coming from you, Chase, ooh, like, it was just all, it was just real fan fiction-y, and, like, not good fan fiction. <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? Like, like, the, it, for those who have listened to the Lightning Thief musical, I, like, love the Lightning Thief musical. I saw it off-Broadway in its previews, like, I was there, I was sad, but... The dialogue in the beginning yeah. and the dialogue for the campfire song, like the opening dialogue of the show had me sitting in my seat like, wow, this is going to be some of the worst shit I have ever watched in my life. And then it came back for the campfire song. It didn't exist anywhere else in the show, but the dialogue just in those two sections was just horrible. And now I know that they did get it inspired from somewhere because that was very similar levels of... It was like, oh my god. It was just so embarrassing. It was so, like, oh, Not good. It was rough. Yeah. But I love Cotenda's baby. Me too. Baby named Chuck. How he kept going around and being like, you want some Chuck? I got some Chuck. Like, so funny. That was my sauce moment. And Clarice is the godmother. I know. Uh, I want a Clarice, Coach Hedge, and baby book. Yeah, where they just like vibe. get get me that. They're just chilling. They're going go on a little adventure together. But Coach Hedge has has Chuck just like stra- strapped on on the backpack the whole time, and they're just like fighting stuff. It's kind of like, but it's like full like mature grindhouse, like so, so, like, yeah. real <laughs> like bloody. Shit you yeah, real bloody, but they're the babies, and everyone is fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You hear that, Rick? Get on <laughs> That's it. what we're looking for. Request. Fuck a Will and Nico book. Fuck a fuck an original trio book. New trio. Chuck, <laughs> Coach Hedge, and Clarice. And Clarice. <laughs> I'm here for so it. The people want. As we are people. We are, we we are people. people. Um, it was also nice to have the, the Hazel and Nico moment, moments of like they're not alone anymore and they I mean they haven't been alone since the beginning of the series but like just like seeing how their relationship has developed um how Nico saved Hazel from the underworld and Hazel saved Nico from himself yeah it was so it was so sweet they were like sleeping in the same room I was like that's so sweet it was so like sentimental I was real happy Beautiful. Beautiful. Any more thoughts about these chapters? No, I don't think so. More thought it out. Yeah, it was just very, like, expository step by step. Oh, we haven't really... I mean, the Will and Nico stuff is just real cute. It's precious. There's not much to say about it, because it's such, like, a little, like, teaser. Um, But it's real sweet. Like... I mean, it's also, like, real internet famous, the scene between them that happens in these chapters, the, like, doctor's orders thing. Yeah. Um, but 
I like them. I love them. They're so cute. Tee hee hee. Tee hee hee. moments. I already kind of said mine, but it was where, like, uh, Coach Hedge is walking around with baby and is like, want some Chuck? I got some Chuck. Loved it. Thought that was hilarious. So, I have to be so honest. The the part that had me tee hee heeing the hardest was this, like, moral dilemma Nico had of, like, like, some deaths can't be prevented. Because it's, like, it's so serious and also kind of the funniest read ever mm. of just, like, not gonna help today. And, like, I know it's, like, mental turmoil and, like, moral questions. Mm. But it did just, like, the phrasing of it just made me laugh. Of, like, silly. some deaths cannot be prevented. <laughs> Go for it, Kitty. Like, it just like, made me laugh so hard. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fine. If... Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, my moment is funny unintentionally. It's one of the bad cheesy moments, and I I actually actively hate it. But at the same time, it's funny that it was written. Uh, emergency aid in times of need <gasps> and parties. Asked Dakota. Here, here," said Connor Stoll. Rena spread her arms. <laughs> that goes without saying. We Romans invented parties. Another big ooh. <laughs> It, it's so like it was horrendous. <laughs> no, it was hard to read. It's because the chapter before this and the two chapters after this are so good. They're so good. Are written so well. I even like. I even I love the diesel that was like Piper, Reyna, and Annabeth were un- inseparable. We're and I was like, ah! I was like, they're best. Friends. Another book I w- I need. They're best yeah. friends. But no, it's horrendous. <laughs> You know. Wretch. I agree. Who are our votes for? Um. I'm voting. Nico for killing a man. Stop! That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Will. Because he is just, like, funny and sweet. He's also a, a sibling of mine, I, apparently. Octavian's robe. <laughs> That's <Please>. good. <laughs> that is good. Octavian's robe. <laughs> Good for that robe. I would have even given you Octavian fork. <laughs> fork. <laughs> I can, I can't like say out for loud accidentally what, yeah, for dying. accidentally dying. <laughs> um, I thought about it, but was like, nah, not gonna do that. Like, I don't even know. I don't think I can even vote him off because he, he did. He, his, the outcome was net positive. <laughs> Yeah, but then who do we... I'm voting off Rick for that one <laughs> chapter. I, like, I was just like, I can't believe I'm listening to this. The rest of this book was actually pretty good. And yeah. then, like, what is this? Yeah. It was horrendous. I'm going to vote off Zeus because I don't know what else to do. Fair. Um... Jason hasn't gotten some hate in a minute. No, he did annoy me. The going back and forth between camps was like. Oh, he, he's really he's like in he's a priest now. Yeah, like the fuck is that? Yeah, I guess anyone can be a fucking priest, huh? I guess it's just. Such I guess a, there's room for everyone. That's just to say that. I don't. It was such an like. Oh, I didn't talk about this earlier, but it was just like such an unsatisfying, like conclusion to a dumb arc yep. of like which one is he gonna pick. Both. Both. Yeah. Like, all right. Okay. Okay. Like, sure. They're on opposite sides of the country. 
That's expensive. I don't know. Yeah. You'll have fun paying those. Yeah. Okay, airfare. Zeus going to hit you across the country every single time. Zeus going to give you a little slap and you're going (laughs) to fly across the country every single week. Stupid. Get down. Get fucked. And with that. And with that. Thank you for listening to Return to Camp Half-Blood. That is all for this week, folks. Join us next week where we'll be discussing... Chapters 57 and 58 through the theme of destiny. (laughs) Ava's face, but she just... (laughs) Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website. www.returntocamp.com Woo! Woo! Oh, no. Yay. Yay. We've done it. We've done it. Congration. See you next week. Incredible. We haven't done Destiny. Oh, really? That's great. That, that was... <gasps> Pull that the fuck out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>